Did you know you can know the future and know it with certainty? In this series from Answers from Scripture, Eddie Armstrong and I, Charlie Hayes, are looking at the awesome vision given in dreams by God to King Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel. What does it mean to you and me today? Join us as we go in depth into Daniel, the second chapter. Well, welcome back to Answers from Scripture. We've been having an exciting study in Daniel 2 about this dream of an ancient king and Daniel and his three friends having a, a prayer and praise session and God revealing that dream to him. And that dream is going to tell the king as well as people who are listening and reading the Bible what will be in the latter days. Uh, we often hear don't we, Charlie, that we're living in the latter times and we point to a lot of things, earthquakes, wars, pestilences, COVID-19, all these things as being signs. But one of the greatest signs of, of Christ's coming is how throughout history, God has predicted the rise and fall of nations and the divisions of nations as shown here in Daniel 2. So uh, let's start with uh, actually the latter part of verse 28, yes. where Daniel looks at the king and he says, your dream and the visions of your head upon your bed were these. And then he begins to describe it to him. And maybe you can pick it up from there, Charlie. Well, I, I think it's interesting that he's, he's, he's saying, listen, you were lying in your bed and you were, and you'll see that he says, and you were thinking about what will be in the future. So it says that in verse 29. Right. King, as you were lying there on your bed, you began thinking about what might happen in the future. God can tell people about secret things, and he has shown you what will happen in the future. So in the, or it might say in the, it might say in the King James, in the latter days, I'm not sure. God, God also yeah. told you, told the secret to me. So this is basically saying there's, there's one source, it's God, he told you, and now he told me. Uh, not because I have greater wisdom than other men, including the king, by the way. <laughs> so he's told us not because I have right, greater wisdom, yeah. but so that you, king, may know what it means. And that way you will understand what went through your mind. So here we have a king, and we, we, said that we tried to set this up really early on with the episodes. You know, he is... He's really taken Babylon to the next level. It was a great nation, a great city, but he's taken it to the next level, mm -hmm. and he's conquered lots of things. And he is, of course, thinking about, well, what comes next? You know, a lot of other nations have gotten great and have fallen. Or maybe not so, but, you know, other cities have fought, and, you know, people have fought. I want to know what's going to happen next because I built this great city, right? And uh, so what's, what's going to happen next? In the praise that Daniel gives when he gets this version, he says, God sets up kings and removes kings. And so it is interesting that Daniel in this, in this, in this interpreting, you know, what, what he's thinking about, he is actually, God is saying, yeah, I do these things. Uh, and now I'm going to reveal to you what I, my plan is for what's going to, or what's going to happen with different kings coming down the line. But we're about to find out um, in verse 31, this is where Daniel actually describes the dream. So let's just start there. It says, you, O king, were watching and behold a great image. So the king saw this great image and this great image whose splendor was excellent 
stood before you and its form was awesome. Hey, you know, kids like to use that word awesome. It's yeah, a biblical this word. This is really awesome. This, this, yeah. Yeah, this was awesome. And then in verse 32, and I'll let you take it from here, Charlie, it, it began to describe this image that he saw. All right. Well, in, in the version that I'm reading, it says the head of the statue or image was made from pure gold. Its chest and arms were made from silver. The belly and upper part of the legs were made from bronze. The lower part of the legs was made from iron. Its feet were made partly of iron and partly of clay. So I'll stop right there because the whole image isn't, you know, we haven't done the whole uh, vision yet. But in this, if you've never heard this story before, you can imagine a big statue, if you will. And it's got this great head that's all gold. And then it's got the chest and or breast and the arms are silver. The other layer would be the bronze belly. And then legs of iron going down. And then the feet are mixed with iron and clay. So, and then he goes ahead and says, now while you were looking at this statue, you saw a rock that was cut loose or cut out, but not by human hands. Then the rock hit the statue on its feet of iron and clay and smashed them. So this rock that wasn't of human origin, <laughs> You know, the cutout right. smashed, smashed the, uh, this great image on its feet, and some terrible things start happening to the image. It says, then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, the gold, which is really all of the parts of the image, right, are broke to pieces right. all at the same time. And all the pieces became like chaff in the threshing floor in the summertime, and you can sort of feel it, you know, the breeze going through and they're throwing the wheat up and the chaff is floating away. And the wind blew them away, and then there was nothing left. No one could tell that a statue had ever been there. Then the rock that hit the statue became a very large mountain and filled up the whole earth. So, wow, so I can, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Verse 36, oh, he, yeah, says, he says to Nebuchadnezzar, that was your dream. <laughs> and now we'll tell you what it means. Right. So, yes. So go ahead, Eddie. What, what is that? I mean, do you think the king recognizes the dream? I, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's, it's one of the things I was going to say was that all of a sudden the king is going, yeah, that's the dream, this horrible dream. And uh, I don't know what that means. In fact, the, the reader for the first time of this, what does all this mean? How do we interpret this? How do we figure all this out? Well, here's the beautiful thing, and we'll talk about it next time. Not only does Daniel give him the dream, but he interprets it for us and for him. Uh, and uh, this interpretation is a very basic prophecy, but it is true. History has proven it to be true. And I guess uh, that's where we stop. And next time we'll talk about the interpretation. Okay. If you haven't read it, go to your go and read that, and then we'll we'll go into the interpretation next time. Thank you, Eddie, so much. Thank you for our listening. Okay. Amen.
Thank you for joining us on this episode of Answers from Scripture. Eddie Armstrong and I, Charlie Hayes, are discussing the foundational prophecy found in Daniel, the second chapter. Subscribe to this podcast to be sure you do not miss a single episode. Email us at afsepisodes at gmail.com with your questions or comments. And be sure to join us next time as we seek our answers from Scripture.